Amen. We're going to talk about, amen, the power of the name. The power of the name and why we, the believers, and anyone that would accept Jesus Christ should not be fearful in these days. Amen. I'm going to open up with a, a scripture, amen. Again, this is the Elisha Ministries, amen. I am your host, Bishop C.S. Miller, amen. And I'm coming to you, amen, opening up in Psalms 146. And the word of God says, praise the Lord, O my soul, while I live, I will praise, amen, the Lord. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Do not, put on, do not put your trust in princesses, nor in a son of man in whom there is no hope. Mm-hmm. My Lord. No hope and no help. His spirit departs, he returns to his earth. And that very day, his plans perish. Hallelujah. It says, amen, if you put your faith and trust in a man, Hallelujah. All that faith and trust perishes when that man dies. It says, when his spirit departs, he returns to, to his earth, and that very day his plans perish. But happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help. That's what we're going to be talking about tonight, the God of, the God of Jacob and the help he provides. Whose hope is in the Lord his God who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, who keeps true truth forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord gives freedom to the prisoners. The Lord opened the eyes of the blind. The Lord, those who, the Lord raises those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers. He, live, he relieves the fatherless and widow, but the way of the wicked, he turns upside down. The Lord shall reign forever. Let me say that again. The Lord shall reign forever. Mm-hmm. Your God, O Zion, to all generations. Praise the Lord. Tonight, amen, I want to talk to you I want to encourage you, amen, in these troubling times. Uh, I've said many a times that uh, about the trials and tribulations that uh, the world is facing, the country is facing, amen. Uh, I've said many a times, amen, that things are going to get worse. We, have, we haven't even begun to acknowledge and see uh, how difficult things are going to be. If you're a believer, amen, if Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, Amen. It's like when I had cancer and the the uh, uh, Dr. Child was saying, you know, all the things that can happen consider concerning my cancer. And I told him, I said, either way I win. I said, the Lord can take me away, uh, heal me miraculously, heal me by the miracle of medicine. Or, hallelujah, he can take me home. Just call me home and say, this sign the soul. Either way I win. Why? Because Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And that's what I want to leave you with tonight. Amen. That with all the things going on, fear not. Amen. Don't, don't get caught up in the propaganda. Don't get caught up in the fear. Amen. Yes, be diligent. Amen. Be knowledgeable of what's happening around you. 
do whatever preparation you can. Amen. I'm doing preparation for my family as for food and, and all those type of things. Yes, it's real. Hallelujah. But at the end of the day, amen, we have to have our faith in Christ Jesus. We have to have our faith. We have to know that our security is in God Almighty. Amen. And so tonight I want to encourage you in that manner. Amen. Uh, the names of God and why they matter. The names of God and why they matter. See, when you know the names of God, you can apply God to the circumstances we find ourselves in day to day. We, we, we can apply, amen, the word of God based on who God is. We know who he is. We get, a, we get an image of him by his name, the names that identify him. Hallelujah. Knowing God, amen, by his names is one of the greatest, and I do mean greatest privileges for we as believers to have. The word God is found throughout the Bible, obviously, amen. But the Lord reveals himself more personally through the names instead of just God, which can be some abstract thing. We know because the world calls trees God, rocks God, the stars God, amen, dogs God, and so on and so forth, amen. But God has given us, the Lord Almighty has given us his personal name to get to know him a little bit better. Amen. So that we know that how we can rely upon him and trust him based on who he is. Amen. It's like being a, a mother and a father. Amen. Or is, is that just a man in the house or is that daddy? There's just a woman in the house or is that mama? There's a difference. You know, there's a difference between being a parent and a caregiver. A parent has a personal relationship. Mm-hmm with their children and their relationship, amen, is, is, is connected to them one way through who they are. They are the parents. Hallelujah. Well, in the same way, amen, I want us to look at the names of our heavenly father, the names that he go by, the names, amen, that, that gives him, uh, gives us, I should say, amen, a, a, a little closer glimpse of who he is. Amen. These names help us when we address him in prayer, when we're praying to him. Amen. Just as we want to call people by their right terms or names. Amen. It should be the same way when we address the Lord. So I put together uh, a list of the names of the Lord. We're, we're just going to go through them. I'm going to expound on them a little bit. And uh, just again, to, to encourage you. See, e e Elisha Ministries is about encouraging people. Elisha Ministries, amen, hallelujah, is about opening blinded eyes, spiritually blinded, hallelujah, physically blinded, amen. And we, we, we take that uh, point of view, that, 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 that approach, amen, uh, from Scripture. And Elisha prayed, amen, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Mm -hmm. And scripture goes on to say, amen, it says, then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. I'm not teaching on that tonight, but what I want to tell you, amen, in like manner, hallelujah, I want to encourage you tonight. 
Hallelujah. I want you to understand, amen, the very curious and horses, amen, there are angels all around you right now. And in my little feeble mind, I just believe, amen, that they are standing guard over the believers, over their homes, amen, with swords in hand, just waiting for the Lord to say, take them out. Take out those demons that are rising up against you. Take out those uh, individuals, amen, those de demonic forces, hallelujah, that are coming after you, hallelujah. They're just in waiting, just in waiting. But you have to be able to call upon the name of the Lord and know who he is, amen, sometimes to, to activate the power of God in your life. It's our vision, amen, hallelujah, to reach everybody, all people for the kingdom of God. And so we don't preach a particular type of of, of gospel other than the gospel of Jesus Christ, other than hallelujah, that Jesus Christ is the son of God, amen, died on the cross, born of a virgin, amen, rose from the dead, hallelujah, is now seated at the right hand of the father, pleading our case. It's our vision to see people saved. It's our vision, amen, to see people empowered by the Holy Spirit, amen. It's our, it's our, 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 our vision, amen, to use this internet platform, hallelujah, to reach as many as possible. Hallelujah. I'm surprised that, you know, even though I don't always, I, I don't see big numbers, you know, when they give me my, my, my numbers of people that's watching and everything, but I am so blessed and encouraged by the folks that do, amen, because it, to me, it says that we're being effective. Hallelujah. The names of God and what they mean. Let's look at it. In these turbulent times that we live in, hallelujah. We turn to Psalm 23. Very well known, hallelujah. One of the most familiar passages in the Bible. And the first word says what? The Lord Jehovah is my shepherd. Or in Hebrew, be Roha. Amen. So it would sound like this Jehovah Roha, the Lord, is my shepherd. Hallelujah. David, the writer of this particular uh, uh, psalm, hallelujah, he referred, to, he referred to the Lord, hallelujah, as his shepherd. And if you know his story, it isn't hard to figure out why he coined his this name for God. When we meet David in 1 Samuel chapter 16, What's, what's going on? He's out in the fields watching the sheep. The prophet Samuel comes along searching for the Lord's choice for a future king. Jesse and his sons gather to welcome Samuel, but none of the sons fit the bill. All the young men here asked Samuel, are these all? Jesse said, there's remain yet the youngest and there he is keeping the sheep. So we know the story. Jesse summons a man, young David, a man. David returns from the sheep fields to be anointed king of Israel. But he didn't become king immediately. Okay? It was from that point, 15 years passed between his anointing and his coronation. And through those years, David spent his time with the sheep. Come on now, somebody. And every once in a while, on occasion, amen, he saved his flock from predators like lions and bears. What else do we know about David, amen? We know, hallelujah, that later on when David uh, composed a poem to celebrate God, he thought to himself, hmm, just, I, just as I have been a shepherd to these sheep and have cared for them and watched out for them and protected them from danger, Jehovah 
has done all that for me. Jehovah has done all that for you. Believer, hallelujah, non-believer that's out there, I want you to understand, amen, that the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. But I want you to understand, amen, that when you have a relationship with the Lord, he will shepherd you, he will protect you, and he will guide you in times of trouble. Amen. David said he is Jehovah Roha. The Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. It's, it's wonderful to know, <laughs> amen, that the Lord is shepherding us, amen, is keeping us. We go on, amen, and we, we find another name for the Lord in the word, and it says, hallelujah, it is said, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord shall provide. The patriarch Abraham, amen, who also cre created, amen, a hyphenated name of a God, and it also uh, means a lot to us. In Genesis 22, for example, we have the dramatic account of God calling Abraham and instructing him, amen, to do what? To sacrifice his promised son as a burnt offering, amen, on Mount Moriah. Now, for anyone that, that knows the character of God, you, you, we, we, we should understand that the Lord was never going to allow him to sacrifice his son. Hmm. He wasn't going to allow him, amen, to, to murder, kill his son. Hallelujah. Today we call it abortion. Mm -hmm. None of us can imagine the trauma of hearing such a command. Can you, I mean, come on now. If the Lord told me I had to take out my son, my daughter, my grandbabies, are you kidding me? But for Abraham, the burden was what? It was twofold. Not only did a man, he was losing his son, but he risked the integrity of the promise God had given him, amen, to make his descendants a great nation. Mm -hmm. Abraham's obedience required an enormous, overwhelming extension of his faith. Hebrews 11 and 17 uh, through 19 says it like this. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up to Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son of whom it was said, and Isaac, your seed shall be called. Concluding that God was able to rise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative, you know, sense. So let's stop right there. Try to encourage you tonight. Hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord shall provide. We got to have enough faith, my brothers and sisters, amen, to understand that even when it looks like it's impossible, the Lord is asking us to do the impossible. God will keep his word and he will provide everything that is needed. And God is not going to violate his character in order to do it. And he's not going to ask you to violate his character and allow you to do it. Amen. But he will test your faith. He will test my faith. Amen. Hallelujah. So that we know, amen, in whom we have believed. Amen. Abraham, uh, again, his obedience. Hallelujah. It is said by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. Amen. It says, amen. And, uh, we know that at this time, Isaac wasn't, you know, sometimes we, you might see the pictures where Isaac was like some 10, 11, 12, 5, 7-year-old kid, but that wasn't the case. He was a young man. We don't know exactly, of course, but he was a young man, probably in his early 20s. Uh, yet he, too, 
Come on now. He must have re- uh, exercised. He must have had, amen, some tremendous faith himself. Hallelujah. Because he allowed his father to bind him and to place him in the place of offering. Mm-hmm. He allowed himself to be bound, placed on the altar, perhaps probably closed his eyes, amen, as Abraham's knife rose in the air above his throat. But at that last moment, come on, Jehovah Jireh, amen, God intervened, saying, Abraham, Abraham, hallelujah, uh, Abraham, Abraham, he didn't actually call him Abraham yet, Abraham, Abraham, amen, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. Come on, somebody. Mm-hmm. See, God is going to show up and show out. Amen. If God says he's Jehovah Jireh, he's going to meet every need. Amen. All we have to do is what? Do what Abraham did and walk in obedience. So don't fear what the world is saying. Walk in obedience. Do what you know to do in the Lord. Amen. And the Lord will do the rest. Abraham, amen. The Lord called out of him and said, do not lay your hand on that lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Ooh-wee. I don't know about you. Man. Jehovah Jireh. Hallelujah. The Lord shall provide. The Lord will provide. The Bible says, amen, that Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. And there, amen, before him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horn. Come on, God. So Abraham did what? He he took that ram, amen, offered it up, amen, as a burnt offering for the Lord, hallelujah, in the place of his son, amen. And at that place, Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide. Hallelujah. Jehovah Jireh. Don't get caught up in fear, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Don't get caught up in the what ifs. Amen. Don't get caught up, amen, in, in, in what's coming across the news media and everything. All those things are going to be happening. Amen. We have to be smart. We have to be diligent. Amen. And how we live our lives. Amen. Spiritually and in this world. Amen. This is not our home. Hallelujah. The verse is not be ye not trans. I mean, be ye not conformed, but be ye transformed. Hallelujah. Amen. We can't do what the world is doing. We can't respond the way the world responds. Hallelujah. Amen. We have to have faith. We have to know that God will provide. Hallelujah. And sometimes it's gonna it's gonna look like that ram in the bush, so it's gonna show up out of nowhere. <laughs> Amen. God is good. You be encouraged, man of God. You be encouraged, woman of God, young person of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord will always show up. Amen. So now, amen, we know that God will provide. Amen. And we, we understand, hallelujah, that he is Lord God Almighty. Amen. But we also understand, amen, he's the Lord that heals. I know he's a healer for myself. I, I can look back over the years, hallelujah, and I can see where the, where, where the Lord healed many in our ministry, amen, and, and restored many, hallelujah, spiritually, hallelujah, amen. And, and, and I never doubted the Lord's healing, amen. I never doubted, amen, uh, the Lord's uh, desire to heal. But I also know it personally for myself. I'm not going to go into my, my healing uh, from cancer, but it was the Lord that did it, amen. He 
he was and is my Jehovah Rapha. Amen. The Lord who heals. This title for God occurs in Exodus 15, which tells us the story of the early days of the Israelites. Amen. It tells about them <clears throat> traveling, amen, in the wilderness in, in the uh, previous chapter. Hallelujah. Prior to Exodus 15, the newly liberated nation had just escaped Pharaoh's slavery. Amen. They had marched a wide eye through the walls, amen, of water towering above them in the Red Sea. And Exodus 15, we, amen, they praise God for their supernatural deliverance. Hallelujah. But they lost enthusiasm. Hear this. They lost enthusiasm very quickly when they found themselves without drinkable water in the desert. Let me stop right there. You know, isn't it amazing how we celebrate God when he's doing all these awesome things in our lives? Amen. Maybe the Lord didn't physically split some water. Amen. So you can walk on dry ground. But amen. He split some demons from you so you can walk across safely. Amen. Hallelujah. He He provided for you. Amen. Out in the desert, in your spiritual desert. Amen. When the devil could have took you out with the Lord that was hovering over you with his angels protecting and guiding you. Hallelujah. They wandered around for three days without water. Scientists say it's about three, four days, no water. Our bodies begin to shut down, begin to act crazy on us. Now imagine being out in the desert like that. Mm -hmm. It says, amen, but they found a pond, but the water was, was bitter, amen. It was undrinkable. Hallelujah. The person to the, the the first person to the pool took one drink and spit it out because the water was bitter. Hallelujah. The people of Israel, amen, they began to cry out to God and Moses, amen, saying, What shall we drink? The Bible says, Amen. Moses cried out to the Lord himself, and the Lord showed him a tree. Come on now. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. Show, now look and see what's happening here. God has been Jehovah Jireh. <laughs> he providing. Amen. He's been God Almighty. Amen. He they're out in the desert, and all of a sudden, we're under all the complaining and the hooping and hollering and the crying and the tears and everything. God shows him a tree. There's a tree right there. I'm gonna get that tree and drop it in that water. Mm-hmm. Now you would wonder, <laughs> I wonder, did they see the tree before then? I like to think they didn't because God hadn't put it out there yet. Amen. It said the people, amen, began to hoop and holler and cry and, and, and all this stuff. And the Lord showed Moses a tree, amen, hallelujah, and told him to cast it into the water, amen. And it said the waters were made sweet. It says, then he made a statue, that, that is Moses, he made a statue in an ordinance for them, and there he, te he tested them and said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, give ear to his commandments. Sound like, sound like we need to be hearing the same thing today, don't it? Uh -huh. Give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, not some of them, not a portion of them, not the ones you like. Amen. I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. Hey, glory, glory, glory. I am the Lord who heals you. Amen. I am Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. 
I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, amen. I know there are many folks, amen, dealing with all manners of cancers and, and heart diseases and high blood pressure and kidney diseases and AIDS and on and on and on and on and on. But I'm telling you, there is not a sickness on this earth. There's not disease on this earth, amen. There is nothing, amen, that can happen to us and coming as far as sickness and all the things are concerned that God has not already, already provided a way of healing, a way of escape from them. Mm-hmm. But we had to know that he's Jehovah Rapha, that he's the Lord that can heal us. At the end of the doctor's ability, at the end of the doctor's knowledge, at the end of man's uh, ability, however you want to shape it and, and all those things, we can always trust and lean on the Lord. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. Amen. I want you to know, amen, that not just heal us in the body, but heal us in the spirit. For as many folks that are broken in their body, Amen. Broken in the minds, mentally, and so forth. There are just so many that are broken in their spirit. I'm specifically talking to believers that have kind of backed up on the Lord because of church herders, we used to say, you know, or maybe they're just plain upset with God. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't make a difference. The point of it is, amen, allow the Lord's healing bomb of Gilead to come down and to flow upon your life, upon your soul, upon your spirit, and heal the brokenness in you. Jehovah Rapha. Mm -hmm. We also know, amen, another name for the Lord is Jehovah Nisi. Come on, somebody. The Lord is my banner. In Exodus 17, we come across another name. That is, the Lord is my banner. Hallelujah. This is where Moses led the children of Israel through the desert again. They soon uh, encountered another problem. Fierce enemy. Somebody's trying to take them out. This, this time it was the Amalekites. I mean, some of the things was always dealing with these Amalekites, don't it? The Amalekites, amen, the descendants of Esau were not too happy, amen, when the Israelites, amen, began coming through their region. The Amalekites, amen, they, they were warlike. They, they were gifted in fighting, the Bible says, and, and, and the Israelites had been imprisoned in Egypt for centuries and had no experience in warfare. They, they had no um, knowledge. Well, they, they knew about war, obviously, but they had no experience in it. It's sort of like in America, a revolutionary war. Our, our founding fathers, amen, they, they, uh, many of the, the patriotic Americans, they weren't, were, they were farmers. They were cooks. Amen. They, they, they were stagecoach drivers and fishermen and hunters and things like that. But they, they were not in the military. Amen. They, they had no experience. And, and you see that, amen, in our, in, in our, uh, American Revolution, or well, we lost battle after battle after battle after battle because we were confronting and fighting at the time the mightiest military force on the earth. The Roman Empire, excuse me, the, the British Empire at that time controlled uh, literally seemed like almost one third of the earth. You know? From Europe, Africa, Asia, to the Americans, North and South. And you didn't mess with them. Because that British Army was not a joke. But here we go with these American patriots out there fighting. 
It's the same way with the children of Israel. Amen. They were patriotic. Amen. They wanted to defend their families and the nation, but they didn't. They didn't have no really combat experience. Amen. And it says, Hallelujah. It says that the Amalekites uh, suddenly said that they they were at war with the Amalekites. Amen. And it, it was a a, a, a national crisis, I guess you what we would call it today. Moses was too old to fight. He relied on his general Joshua. Amen. And the Bible says he did what? He climbed on a nearby mountain for a bird's eye view of the battle. Amen. The Bible says, amen, and, 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 and so it was when Moses held up his hand, Exodus 17, verses 11 through 12, held up his hand that, that Israel prevailed and when his, let his hand down, amen, amount, uh, uh, the Amalekites, amen, prevailed. When Moses' hands became heavy, hey, those of us that been in the military, amen, we used to you do this training where you had to uh, stand up, amen, you get to rolling your hands forward and then rolling them back, amen, and then just hold them and then do it again. After a few minutes, that stuff get tough. Your hands start going, let's get them up, get them up, get them up. So I can imagine Moses, amen, with his hands up like that, and eventually they they start coming down. He he's already an older older guy, and, and his hands are coming down. But look at God. It says, "Amen, Hallelujah." But Moses' hand became became heavy, and so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. He says, "Then Aaron and her, Amen, are supporting his hands, one on either side." I can imagine Moses had his hands up like this. They got probably got one hand on this side on the elbow and one over there holding him up. Said, we got you, brother. We got you. Amen. There's just so much right there. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is my banner. But amen. Understand that the children of Israel, hallelujah, they had to stand together, not just on the battlefield, but somebody had to stand with the man of God. Somebody had to support the man of God doing the work of God. We sometimes forget, amen, that it's not just the pastor, it's not just the evangelist, amen, it's not just the praise and worship, but we all have a part, amen, in putting forward the Lord's agenda. It says, amen, in Hebrew, hallelujah, amen, and Moses built an altar and called its name, the Lord is my banner, that is Jehovah Nisi. Come on now, somebody. My Lord. The Lord who sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Jehovah Miskadish. Hallelujah. Jehovah Miskadish. The Lord who sanctifies. Turning to the next book in the Old Testament, we get out of there. Exodus, we get into Leviticus, the book of the law. And we find the great name of God. Many people bypass the book of Leviticus because <laughs> it's, it's so full of a, a lot of rules and regulations and so on and so forth. We need a bunch of those rules and regulations back in place today, amen, by the Spirit. But I'm not going there. Hallelujah. And these rules and things dealt with Israel and how they were supposed to live and how they were supposed to uh, not vary into ungodliness and so on and so forth, be unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. It says, amen, that it described, amen, ancient sacrifices, amen, and the Israelite uh, religious festivals. But Leviticus is also full of rich truth. Someone said once, I mean, he says, we don't always get a, a lot out of reading that book, but we reap an enormous blessing by studying it. Hmm? I don't know who said that, but I agree with it. The key to Leviticus is what? It's talking about the, the, 
being submitted and obedient to God. Holiness. Did somebody say that? Yeah, holiness. Mm -hmm. The key to Leviticus is holiness. Amen. Hallelujah. God wants his people to do what is right and to do it in the right way. Do what's right and do it in the right way. All the sacrifices, the regulations, and the ceremonies in Leviticus are about serving a holy and righteous God. Mm -hmm. A holy and righteous God. The key verse in Leviticus uh, I would say is 11 and 44, chapter 11, verse 44. Be holy, for I am holy. We all have heard that. Now you know where it's at. Mm -hmm. Be holy, for I am holy. When we come to the 12th chapter, it's not surprising to see a new name for God that conveys this truth, this holiness concerning him. Leviticus 20, verse 7 and 8. Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God, and you shall keep my statutes, amen, perform them, and I am the Lord who sanctifies them. The Lord is Jehovah Mishkanish, amen. That means the God who sanctifies. Come on now. The Lord who makes holy, amen. The Lord, amen, or the God who sets us apart for himself, amen, and perfects that which concerns us. In other words, amen, let the holiness of God lead and guide us, amen. I want you to be encouraged, amen. God has worked it out already, amen. We're trying to catch up to him through our obedience, hallelujah, but God has already got it laid out, amen, for us to be successful, to make it in this world, hallelujah, but we got to walk in holiness, we got to walk in truth, we got to walk in faith, and that doesn't mean you're going to be perfect, I have fallen, you have fallen, we're all going to fall, but the key is to repent, that is, not do a 360, but do a 180 and turn away from that thing, and don't do it no more, mm -hmm. be ye holy, for I am holy, says the Lord, amen, Jehovah, Miskadesh. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, amen. When, when, when you walk with that holy God and you understand that he's your provider, and you understand, amen, that he's God Almighty all by himself. Amen. When you understand, amen, that he's Jehovah Rapha, I mean, the healer in Jehovah Jireh, the provider. Amen. It ought to be easy for us to walk in holiness, or that is to walk in obedience to his word. And when we do that, you know something? You have some peace. Jehovah Shalom. I'm talking about trying to encourage you tonight. Amen. Elisha ministry is about taking the gospel of Jesus Christ to whomsoever. Amen. It's about, amen, sharing the truth. Amen. Concerning these last days and, and to, to encourage the believer and non-believer. Amen. Toward Christ. Oh, your code of Hallelujah. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord who is peace. He doesn't bring peace. He is peace. Amen. We find this name, amen, of the Lord in the book of Judges. Parts of Judges are, 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 are sad to read. They really are. 
when they speak about tragic time, they, they speak about the, the, the nature of Israel cycle through spiritual revival and reversal, revival, reversal, revival, reversal. So like our lives sometimes, don't it? In the Lord, out the Lord, in the Lord, out the Lord. Lukewarm with the Lord, not so not so much lukewarm even. Oh, hot for the Lord, lukewarm for the Lord. Sounds like us. Amen. But there are some encouraging pages also in the book of Judges. One of my favorite stories of God, no by the name of Gideon. <laughs> by this time, amen, in Israel's history, amen, Joshua is already dead. Uh, uh, monarchy, amen, a monarchy, um, that is the kingdom, has, has uh, not yet been established, and there was still no king. That's why they, they had judges. But the times were also very chaotic. And the Bible says what in Judges 17, 6, and everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Well, 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 well. They did what was right in their own. Kind of sound like today, don't it? Whenever the people sunk in despair, they will call on God and he would rise up a leader, a regional military commander of sorts, and they were known as judges. In chapter six, amen, it says the people of Israel were being uh, terrorized by a tribe of nomadic warring people called the Mediites. And all of Israel troubled and trembled in fear for, for the Mediites, amen, they, they would raid and rape and pillage and kill almost at will. Mm -hmm. The whole nation of Israel, all the tribes, amen, were constantly on the edge. They were fearful. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like what's going on in our society today, in a way. It, it, it seems as if the lawbreakers are having their way. People are being killed on the streets. My Lord. Publicly now, not 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 not, not, not drive-by shootings used to be something that we basically associated with gang warfare. Now it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. People are getting uh, accustomed on subways. And folks that try to protect and save others or being the one getting accused and, and, and these ungodly prosecutors trying to take to jail. It seems like the thievery, the thugs. Mm-hmm. I know some folks don't say thugs. You know, that that, that conjures up, you know, racism and black people. And I, no, a thug ain't nobody that's out there stealing and killing. Okay, what the pigmentation of the skin is. Thug. Ungodliness. Come on now. Again, don't get caught up in that, in that mess. But we find a man. It says, amen, that all of Israel trembled. They were in fear of the Mediites. Amen. Except for one young Hebrew, this young guy by the name of Gideon, who was hiding now. He would not, now mind you, he was hiding in a wine press, uh huh, trying to thresh out some grain for his family. But the Lord appeared to him, amen, and said these words, the Lord is with you. Come on. Would you want to hear that? The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Mm. I'm a friend of the Lord, amen. Hallelujah. Pastor friend of mine, amen. Pastor Mike Warner, and that, that's his word. That's his phrase, mighty man of valor. Hallelujah. 
And I can imagine Gideon, what the hell? You talking about who? who? Me? <laughs> oh, man. But God saw who Gideon could become under the influence of the Holy Spirit. See, what we have to remember sometimes, saints, amen, is that God doesn't, does not only see where we are, but he sees us where we can be. Uh-huh. Especially under his anointing. The Lord always knows who can become, who we can become when we're under his authority. Even when we don't. Even when we don't believe. Hallelujah. When Gideon realized that God was speaking to him, he was scared. How many of you have heard the voice of God? Oh, He says, Alas, O Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace be with you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Come on now. When the Lord shows up, amen, and he tells you the Lord is with you, you got to know he ain't going to kill you. Mm-hmm. He's not going to take you out. He comes there to do something great and wonderful in your life. Judges 6.24 says, So Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it the Lord is peace. Gideon th was thinking, oh man, the Lord will come and take me out. He talking to me. I, 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 I'm not supposed to be, be looking on his face without dying. Praise God. But the Lord says, hallelujah. Peace be with you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Come on. My brothers and sisters, amen, know that when you're going through the trials and tribulations of this life, amen, that God can bring peace to you. Peace be with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Do not fear amen, because God is on your side. Jehovah is on your side. Amen. Jeremiah 6 and 24. Jehovah. Shalom. I'm going to do one more. Yeah. Do one more. Jehovah Tishkanu. The Lord who is righteous. He's a holy God because he's a righteous God. He's a righteous God because he's a holy God. Mm-hmm. This time, we're going to go from Gideon and go to the brother, Jeremiah. This man, Jeremiah, he endured a lot of scorn, a lot of rejection. He was preaching in Jerusalem, amen, during the latter days, amen, of the Jewish uh, monarchy, when each king was worse than the one before him. It is said when you when you read through the book of Jeremiah, you see that the nation of Israel was in a death spiral. Jeremiah preached and prayed and wept and warned his people of their sin, but few listened to him. The Lord is righteous. My brothers and sisters, amen. Do not discard the word of God. Do not discard when the angel of the Lord shows up and taps you on your shoulder. Amen. Be it through a teacher, a preacher, amen, a husband, a wife, a friend, the Holy Spirit himself in a dream. Do not cast that uh, uh, appointment aside with the Lord. Hallelujah. 
It says, amen, that Jeremiah would have collapsed under all of the discouragement. I'm telling you, when you read the book of Jeremiah, see what that brother went through. Hallelujah. You understand that if it had not been for the Lord who was on his side, my Lord, he would have collapsed under the pressure, the mental pressure, the anguish that he had to be going through. And, but it was the Lord that was helping him and it's the Lord that was saving him and strengthening him. Jeremiah 23, the Lord gave him the, this prophecy about the coming of the Messiah. It says, behold, amen, the days are coming that I will rise up to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness on the earth. Mm-hmm. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Now, this is his name by which we will call him the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Tiskanu. Come on now. I'm going to stop right there.